Welcome to the Unborn Movement by Words to Inspire. We invite you to be informed, to be involved, and to be in prayer. On these podcasts, you'll hear stories from women and men who tell of the damaging after effects of legal abortion, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Such a dark stain on our nations around the world. The ripple effect on moms, dads, grandparents, and siblings impacts not only this generation, but generations to come. We are committed to also telling you through these dynamic stories about the amazing grace of our Heavenly Father. He offers love, forgiveness, and restoration to all who call on Him. We pray that every podcast highlights God's healing grace. And now today's podcast. Today on our Unborn Movement podcast, I'll be reading from Unborn Untold, True Stories of Abortion and God's Healing Grace. And I'll read the chapter by Dr. Elizabeth Skidmore on emotional healing after abortion. And before I start reading from uh, Dr. Libby's chapter, I just want to encourage you to listen carefully if you are in need of help and emotional healing after abortion do contact someone there is help for you and now i'll begin the story the chapter by dr libby skidmore her story was like many others i had a young child no money i was pregnant and the baby's father was on his way to prison what was i to do what was I to do? Years later, she looked back on that time in her life and sighed. It wasn't that I didn't want the baby. It's just that what kind of life could I offer the child? An unwanted pregnancy can thrust a woman or young girl into a crisis situation in which none of the available options seems feasible or favorable. It is a terrible time of stress and uncertainty with no easy answers. Feeling there is no way out, she may conclude that abortion is the best solution, even the only one. Reasons for this are deep and personal, and research shows most women choosing to terminate a pregnancy feel a sense of relief afterwards. My placement in university was at Planned Parenthood, a local agency that provided information to women about contraception and abortion services. It was the only opportunity available in my community to actually garner experience in counseling. Hopefully, I would be able to help women see that they had other options beside abortion for an unplanned pregnancy. The goal was to ensure that women were making an informed decision had considered adoption, and were aware of community resources that would support them through pregnancy and childbirth. There were many different ages, backgrounds, and reasons why women felt they couldn't support a pregnancy at the time. The vast majority had made up their minds long before they arrived for the appointment. Sitting with the distressed and nervous women, I could usually understand their reasoning. They believed having a baby would interrupt their schooling, ruin their reputation, shame the family, 
financially burden a family that already lacked resources. The women were too young to parent or were already overwhelmed by parenting existing children. The pregnancy was the result of sexual assault. It was not my place to judge, just to have them sign up that they had been given the opportunity to learn all about available options. Common feelings following abortion. Major mental health issues after abortion are rare. However, there are some common feelings in the days and weeks following the procedure. Guilt. Feeling guilty about the choices you made that resulted in the unplanned pregnancy and the subsequent choice of abortion. Anger. Anger at the situation, yourself or others especially if the decision to terminate the pregnancy was forced on you by someone else. Shame, perceived need for secrecy and silence, lack of social support from others and or feelings of stigma. Remorse or regret, questioning your decision, wishing things had turned out differently, loss of self-esteem, or self-confidence, feeling poorly about yourself, viewing yourself negatively, feelings of isolation and loneliness, a pervasive sense that no one understands, not wanting to be around others or socialize, difficulty sleeping and bad dreams. Sleep challenges can range from difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, or early morning awakening. Dream content can be troubling. Dreaming about loss, the baby, the abortion procedure itself. Relationship problems, withdrawing from others, shutting down emotionally, acting out behaviorally. Thoughts of death or suicide. Believing you don't deserve to live or be happy that others might be better off without you, or that life isn't worth living. When fleeting suicidal thoughts linger and you develop a plan for ending your life, talk to someone immediately and ask for help. Call your doctor, visit an emergency room, or call 911 if you fear you might act on those impulses. Choose to heal. Sometimes problems emerge over time for women who initially handled the abortion well. These can be due to life events that remind you of the past pregnancy or reproductive issues, such as becoming pregnant again, giving birth to a planned or wanted pregnancy, infertility, a friend's pregnancy and subsequent birth, or awakening introspection and spirituality in your own personal life. Wherever you are in the healing process, the following suggestions will help you on your way will help you on your way to emotional and spiritual freedom start by acknowledging the abortion happened this might sound strange but there are a number of reasons why an individual might be living as though nothing ever happened sometimes when dealing with crisis situations we feel as if we are moving on autopilot emotionally removed from the situation as a way of protecting our hearts and minds. 
Emotional stuffers often suppress uncomfortable thoughts and feelings, which may lead the individual to feel calloused and hardened, detached or aloof, emotionally shut down, anxious and depressed, or numb. In a quiet and safe environment alone with a person you trust, let the memories and feelings come, feel them. It is difficult work, but you can do it, especially with support. You may wish to write the memories in a journal that you keep in a confidential place. Be sure to include not just the details of the event itself, but how you were feeling at the time, as well as how you were feeling now as you write about it. Break your silence. You don't have to suffer in silence or alone. Share with a trusted friend, spiritual leader, or professional what has happened, and be open to receive their love, support, and grace. This is not a time to blame others or yourself. It is a time to face what has happened, allow yourself to feel the pain, and to receive the loving kindness and forgiveness that comes from God, others, and ultimately yourself. Embark on a healing journey. Make a loving commitment to yourself to stop avoiding the issue and do the hard work of processing the circumstances, thoughts, and emotions surrounding the decision process and termination of your pregnancy. Workbooks are available in bookstores and online, and there may be groups for grief recovery, post-abortion adjustment, and trauma in your own community. Avoid extreme groups where you might feel pressured to think the way the group does, and thus avoid being truly honest and open with yourself and God. A safe group will be one in which all members are welcome to share their opinions and experiences in a non-judgmental environment of encouragement and hope. Find an accountability partner. This should be someone you trust with whom you can be totally honest. A good accountability partner will listen more than offer advice and can help you resist the urge to fall back into denial, avoidance, self-blame, and despair. Give this person permission to share with you any concerns they have about your physical and emotional health, especially if they are concerned you may be thinking about suicide as you journey toward healing. Say goodbye to your unborn child. This can be accomplished by writing a letter that you write and rewrite until it says exactly what you want the child to know. You can keep it in a safe place or destroy it, ensuring that no one will ever see it. Consider having a ceremony to honor the unborn child. Some individuals like to light a candle, share readings of hope, ask for forgiveness, and or release helium balloons as a loving goodbye. There may be a chaplain at your local hospital willing to have a private remembrance service for your child. Many individuals have found this helpful as a means of bringing closure to the experience. Commit to looking forward in your life. Our window of opportunity for living life is today. Humble yourself and sincerely seek God's forgiveness 
for your past mistakes. Determine to make changes in your life that are consistent with positive mental and physical health. Look to God to lead you in a deeply rewarding and satisfying way that is pleasing to him. A verse that brings me hope is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. I'm going to stop the story at this point and continue it on our next podcast as part two of emotional healing after abortion. I pray that today, if this has touched you, that you would reach out for resources. There are resources in your community. Go online and find a pregnancy center and do check out our website, wordstoinspire.ca. You can read about the book in there, Unborn, Untold, True Stories of Abortion and God's Healing Grace. Reading these stories and finding out that you are not alone that many of the feelings that you have had have been shared by many women and also men. So thank you for joining me and tune in next time for part two of Emotional Healing. God bless you. As we close off today, I invite you to be part of the Unborn Movement. There are several ways to be involved. Why not join the Unborn Movement Facebook page, get involved in a local pregnancy center, or start the conversation in your church, providing a safe place for stories to be told. For there is a lot of pain in the pews. Find out more about our ministry at wordstoinspire.ca or contact me, Ruth, at wordstoinspire.ca. I'm Ruth Coghill for the Unborn Movement. Bye for now.